Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, in Adventures in Hunting, uh, we got some new pop figures. We got a pretty decent amount. Um, My wallet already hurts. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, so we got a bunch of new Venomized superheroes. We got some flocked uh, cartoons, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, flocked cartoons. Yeah. Uh, We got some new figures for the movie Mulan. Not the cartoon version, the live-action version. Uh, We also got some new figures for the next Trolls movie. Trolls World Tour, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Whatever that's it. Whatever that's called, and we also got a shahit ton of Birds of Prey figures coming our way. Uh, and Blu-rays, we only got one. We're just going to talk about Joker, even though it came out last week. But we still want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, moving on to this week's sneak peeks. So okay, first off, I think we should address that we're changing a couple things with in, in the new year. Yep. New year, new us. Yeah. So. Where you're not going to be doing movie news anymore. I feel like I personally listen to a ton of different podcasts that talk about news and stuff. And it's basically just like readdressing whatever I hear. And I feel like I just kind of repeat what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not about copying or stealing from other people. So we're going to not do that altogether. So let's have a moment of silence for through the wall. Okay. Let's get back to it. Yep. So (laughs) yeah, the only thing we're going to do is adventures in hunting this week's sneak peeks. What's in the box. And then our main event. Yep. Uh, So Getting into this week's sneak peeks, uh, we have three new trailers, one for A Quiet Place Part 2, Birds of Prey, and the Fantabulous Emancipation emancipation of of Harley Quinn. Of one Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, of one Harley Quinn. Gosh, that's a mouthful. Birds of Prey. And we also got a kind of a surprise trailer for The New Mutants. Honestly, I don't know about you, but I feel I should have just called the the um, Birds of Prey movie Harley Quinn the movie. Oh, and the Birds of Prey are also in it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess. <laughs> yep. And then Rose is going to update us on what's in the box this week. And then for our main event of the evening and our 100th episode, we are going to be breaking down Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, boy. We are doing a video game breakdown, which we're going to try and do each 50 episodes. Yep. So, with... a good time. What the hell was that? That was like Foghorn Leghorn right there. (laughs) I honestly don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, let's say we get into it. Let's do it. Alright, first off in Adventures in Hunting, we got a shit ton of new pops. And it's not usually like spread out like we usually see them. It's like big chunks of new figures. Yes. Uh, so the first group of, or the first batch, I'll call them, 
uh, figures that we're going to talk about is some new Venomized Heroes. Um, so, hold on. I I don't have this pulled up. I already got it pulled up. <laughs> okay, so... Take it away, Rose. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. All right, so first up, uh, this was actually just announced today. Uh, we're getting a, a blue version of the Venomized Ghost Rider. And, of course, that's coming to Walmart because the first one wasn't hard to find at all. <laughs> it, I've seen it around. Really? I've never yeah. seen it in person. Really? Yeah. It looks really cool. I never picked it up, but I kind of want this blue one. You should have picked it up for me. Well, I didn't know you wanted I, I thought it was something you already had. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. With other Venomized Pops, there is so freaking many of these things. Holy shit. All right. First up, we got a 10-inch Venomized Baby Groot. I don't love it. I actually don't even like it. it yeah. It's it look, not great. It looks dumb. Uh, moving on, we got the one that I need so much, and it is already a contender for pop of the year for me of 2020. Dude, it is freaking January. I don't care. <laughs> it is still going to be a contender for my pop of 2020. And that is the Venomized Hot Topic exclusive Green Goblin. That one's pretty badass. <sighs> that one is so way badass. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> All right. After that, we got the Venomized Ultron or Ultron. How the hell do you ever say? Ultron. Well, people say Ultron. People are wrong. It's <laughs> Ultron. It's a U, not A-L-L. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know who that is. Is that Venomized Punisher? Yep. Okay. That one looks... It's simple, but I like it. It is simple. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Agent Venom. It kind of does. I agree. Yeah. It's, I'm not a big fan of that. I feel like they could have done a little bit more with that but they could but whatever at least it's a common so you can find it for pretty cheap if you want it yeah uh then we got venomized doctor strange i'm not a big fan of this one let me see that one it kind of looks a little too messy it, it is it there's a lot going on yeah and i'm not a big fan of the mustache it feels very wario to me it does <laughs> like i think if they oh. would take the mustache off can you and keep like not the beard? Yeah, like make it not look like it's supposed to be a beard. I think that would look pretty badass. Can you just actually? I kind of see him more as like a Waluigi. So it'd be like, yeah, you, you could just imagine me like, wow, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the best Waluigi I could do. That was pretty solid. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, next up, we got the normal-sized Venomized Baby Groot. Still not a fan. No, it, it's like, let me see that one. It is basically, yeah, it is no joke. It is just the exact same freaking, like, Baby Groot figure. Yeah. But just, just with, like, half of it covered in, like, the this Venom stuff. Yeah. Like, at least some of these other ones, like... Most of these, it's a brand new sculpt. Yeah, it's a brand new. This one looks like they just took the the same sculpt and just threw stuff over yeah. it. They're just like, oh, who's got black and white paint? Here yeah, we go. It's kind of lazy. It is. Uh, next up, we got a Walmart exclusive, which is... I don't know what that's supposed to be. 
I think that's you know? the anti-Venom Spider-Man. That looks badass, and I kind of need that. It does look really, really cool. So it's like white. Like it's kind of like if you would see the black uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Just like the colors are inverted. Oh, okay. Which are it's really cool. That really is badass. cool. Okay. Uh, next up, I want to say that's the Venomized Miles Morales. What? I just want to make sure. Me? I want to make sure. No. The black and red Spider-Man, that's not Miles Morales. You're freaking <laughs> dumb. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> Kiss my ass, okay? And then, I don't... Is this supposed to be Venomized like Captain Marvel? That's what I thought. I like you can't really tell. Like this looks like Storm. It does, but I'm just the only other character I can think that has like a mohawk is Captain Marvel. Yeah, like the only thing that kind of maybe gives it away a little bit is the the, the foot. Yeah, just the red and blue boot. And yeah, pants. but that's not a really big giveaway either. No, it's not. So it seriously just looks like they took the skull of or the the head of. Venomized Storm. Oh yeah, it absolutely does. <laughs> um, okay, so that okay, so that's it for Venomized. Uh, next up, Mulan. Uh, for the new movie, um, got her in her classic red warrior outfit with her sword. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. I just wanted to say it like that. <laughs> and then. I don't know what kind of outfit this is, like her classic Chinese. I, don't I think know. it's just like her normal clothes. It looks like kind of like a like a teal-ish looking, like a really light, light teal. Yeah. Um, apron-ish looking thing. Yeah. yeah. And then like a pink shirt underneath with just some basic pants. I'll fully admit I kind of do want that one. That one's really cool. That one. I'm not going to make any judgments until I see the movie. <laughs> That's fair. When does this movie come out again? March? Or is it April? Oh, uh, I'll look that up while you talk about the next one. All right. <laughs> next up, we got a flocked Garfield and a flocked Sylvester and Tweety, uh, which will be exclusive to Target because, of course, they have to be exclusive to Target. And I want both of these. Mostly Garfield. I really want Garfield. I mean, I love Sylvester and Tweety, but if I could only choose one, I'm picking Garfield. What about you? Um, gosh, I want Tweety, but I don't want Sylvester. What do you got against Sylvester? I don't like Sylvester. I don't think you're supposed to like Sylvester, because he's always trying to eat Tweety. I don't know. Some people like Sylvester. I like Sylvester. I mean, some people are wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you the all-knowing of Looney Tunes? I mean, I, I actually didn't watch Looney Tunes all that often when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Did you ever watch, uh, have you seen, like, Space Jam? No. Are you, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, have you seen Looney Tunes back in action? Yes. Okay. Horrible movie. It but... is. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> but you get some pretty funny parts with the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, I love when uh, Daffy is, like, trying, or no, Bugs is, like, trying to signal Mar- um, uh, what is the Martian's name? Marvin the Martian. Yeah, Marvin the Martian. Thank you. He's like trying to signal him to roll down his window, and he actually does. He's like, oh, well, what do you know? He actually did it. I guess I owe you five bucks. (laughs) (laughs) So 
there's like some gem parts in there, but it's only with the Looney Tunes. Yeah. The so Looney Tunes was something I was allowed to watch, but I couldn't because That's honestly our shocking. Really? Yeah, because of Road Runner and uh, Wiley Coyote. Well, that was stuff my my mom and dad grew up on, so they knew what it was about. It's oh. it was more than newer stuff that was coming out, like like. I mean, they let me watch Jimmy Neutron, but like Fairly Odd Parents, but, SpongeBob. Okay, they won't let you watch Fairly Odd Parents, but they'll let you watch a coyote get crushed by. Okay, well, <laughs> listen before you start judging. I'm not they judging. Me, they they said I was allowed to, but our cable package did not include Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, until much much later, and then there was like other shows on that I. Who was your cable watch. provider? Uh, at the time, I think it was Dish. Well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also back in, like, what? 2003? Okay. Fine, I'll give you that. Yeah, so, we got, still, so we got some Disney shows. Sucks. We got some Nick shows. Like, it was so weird. Like, you know, there was two different, like, Nick channels, right? One oh, yeah. Them, yeah, one of them didn't work, but the other one did. I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why and then we didn't get Cartoon Network and then Sad we days. also didn't get Boomerang. We had Boomerang for the oh. longest time and then it just like stopped and I was so pissed. I no, not Scooby Doo. Yeah, so like those Cartoon Networky kind of shows, like now they're all kind of bundled together in Cartoon Network. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to watch any of those for like the longest time and then once we did get that. I moved on to like more grown up shows. Were they really that grown up? You know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I'm just just asking. I'm just asking. In retrospect, no, they were not more grown up. <laughs> moved on to Avengers and Marvel superhero shows, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. That was one that I watched a lot the uh, 90s Spider Man. I loved that show. That was a great show. I've, I've been rewatching it. I'm almost like caught up. <laughs> like I've almost watched them all. <laughs> really quick, I just want to add something. So, um, uh, so my birth, so my birthday is on New Year's Eve, and I came over to Caleb's to hang out that night, and we watched uh, watched quite a bit of episodes of um, what was it called? The Avengers. Avengers uh, United, they stand. Yeah, and. Wow, that show was so bad. If that was my first introduction to Hawkeye, he probably would have been my least favorite like superhero ever. Because that show does not understand Clint Barton in the slightest. Not even a little bit. Yeah, and it pisses me off so much. We're gonna have to do of or we're gonna have to make videos of us watching that. Yes, our our comments are, I think are funnier than the show. <laughs> Like, they don't understand quips. <laughs> no, they don't. And honestly, like, the best part of, like, watching it was just hearing Caleb say, like, every five minutes, five minutes, Avengers. <laughs> because, dude, like, okay, if you have not seen the show, they do, they straight up do a Power Rangers suit up thing. Yeah. Like, they have their normal suits that they wear around the Avengers mansion, and then when they go on a on a mission or whatever, they like have the these metallic things that come around them and basically make like a even more super powered version. Yeah. And at the end of it, like right before the thing ends, it's just like Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> You're 
so much to hate about that show. And then they have like an Avengers token, and that's how you get it's blah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a badge, but it's also like on their belt buckle for yeah. some reason. And oh my gosh, everything's, everything's so wrong with that show. It really is. Okay, well let's move on to like happy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so next up, we got the uh, Trolls World Tour line. Um, oh my gosh, I like totally am drawing a brain fart from um, <laughs> the names of these characters. That's uh, good, because I don't remember their names either. Can I just say Anna Kendrick's character? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we got Anna Kendrick's character. We got Justin Timberlake's character. And he has a chase. A bullshit chase. <laughs> yeah. The common he's happy, the chase he's mad or sad, whatever. So <laughs> dumb. That's so lazy. Uh then we got the new rock chick troll. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Uh the glitter uh troll. But I guess I must is that a pocket pop? Like one don't these look the same? Oh wait, no, never mind, they're different. Uh, yeah i what's his name little diamond oh tiny yeah diamond yeah yeah whatever or just tiny or something and then we got the only reason i know that is because they play <laughs> that clip over and over and it's like when he's rapping yeah um and then we got i don't know even what the hell to call that that's the techno troll oh that's the techno troll okay yeah. Caleb, you know more about this movie than I do. Dude, you don't know how many times I've seen the trailers because of freaking YouTube. It won't let me skip them. All right, and then uh, also with that line, we got the Party City exclusive, which none of us out here in Utah can get because all we got is Party Land. Freaking dumb. There's Screw not one you. in Salt Lake City. We didn't want it anyway. <laughs> I don't think there's one in Salt Lake City, is there? Nope. Okay. So, literally, if you want this and you live in Utah, you're going to have to go online. Hopefully, they put it online. They probably won't. Yeah. I don't care anyway. <laughs> and then for the Techno Troll, we're getting a glow-in-the-dark exclusive to Michaels. That one's cool. That one is cool. That one is way cool. Like, that's the one of the figures where glow-in-the-dark would work really well. Yes, I agree. And then last, but certainly not least, we got... The Birds of Prey line, which, holy shit, there's a lot on this one. Yeah, there's a ton. If you thought there was a lot of Harley Quinn pops for Suicide Squad, wow, you were mistaken. How many did they release for Suicide Squad? I think it was like five or six. Five or six? Shit. Let's see, there's one, two, three, six, seven. So far. Oh, jeez. I'm going to touch on... You know there's going to be a billion more when yeah, the movie comes out. That's why I said I'm going to touch upon so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so first up, we got the box lunch exclusive Harley Quinn. I think it's like broken hearted Harley Quinn where she's got her um, hyena and she's holding ice cream and she's wearing some rockin', a rockin' onesie. Yep. I was tempted to pick that up. I still might. Uh, and then we got the Hot Topic exclusive Harley Quinn where she's holding a hammer and she's wearing roller skates and a uh, yellow jumpsuit. Pretty killer. Yep. Uh, and then we got the specialty series Harley Quinn where she's wearing, she's going like under disguise and she's got a coat, glasses, and a fedora on. I don't think that's a fedora. 
What kind of hat is that? So, it's kind of like a sun hat. Okay, yeah, that's true. It is a sun hat. And then she's also wearing a uh, pink um, headpiece. I don't know what they're called. Like you, you like tie them in a knot around your. I don't know what the hell they're called. People... I don't know, like a scarf. There we. Yes, <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> we know English sometimes. Uh, and then after that, we got some more Harley Quinn. Uh, we got Harley Quinn wearing her caution tape um, jacket, which I've seen this one up close. Funko killed it with that one. It, it like you can actually see through that whole jacket. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like they like they could have just done that white something. No, they went the extra mile with that. Uh, well we, played, Funko. Yep. And then we got Harley Quinn with Beaver wearing a tutu. What? Yeah, the Beaver's wearing a tutu. Weird. Yeah. And then she's wearing just a shirt that says Harley all over it. Um. Then we got Harley Quinn roller derby, uh, where her her helmet is very interesting because her ponytails are taped to the helmet. And it's covered That's in funny. caution tape. But I'm interested to see that in the movie. That's going to be f- fun. Yeah. this I think this movie... Is, I think we're giving the movie shit because of its name. It l- doesn't look bad. It doesn't. And, and we'll get into it once we talk yeah. about the trailer. But it doesn't look bad. But it, it's just the name that kind of ruins it. <laughs> it does. Because, like... I don't know. It just sucks that, like, basically... It should literally be called Harley Quinn the movie. Like, it doesn't really have a lot to do with the Birds of Prey. Yeah, as far as we're aware. I yeah. mean, hell, the Birds of Prey, like, everything that Harley Quinn's in, we might have already seen, for all we freaking know. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, so this movie is Birds of Prey. <laughs> I mean, I kind of hate you that you spoiled everything of Harley Quinn, but you know what? Good on you, Warner Brothers. It's like, I would be genuinely surprised. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, ballsy. <laughs> Use Harley Quinn to draw us in and freaking trick us. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what she's wearing. She kind of looks like Gypsy Harley Quinn. I don't know why, but that kind of looks like a Gypsy Harley Quinn. It kind of does. Yeah, but she's holding a drink, and that's literally all I got. <laughs> that's all the the Harley Quinn? Yep, those are all the Harley Quinns. Okay. What about the other ones? Well, next up, you got the Owen McGregor character. I don't so know his name. So, he's Black Mask. That's what it is. Yeah, so there's... A version of him where he's wearing a white suit, and then there's a version where he's wearing like a black and gold suit, and that's the chase. Yes. Other than that, I think that's yeah, that's seriously like every figure. Well, no, he's oh. got the other the bird, the other birds of prey. They had a huntress. Yeah, and then I don't and know. and a black canary. That's who it is. It kind of spoils. Oh, it does a little bit. Shit. So don't tell oh, me then. No, like so oh. one of the so the one you thought was like Gypsy. Yeah, it's Harley Quinn Black Mask Club. Oh, okay. And then there's Huntress, and hers. I don't even know. How can you call that Huntress? Like she doesn't even like. We haven't even seen her with a bow. I th- no, or we've like seen a crossbow. Shoot, we've seen her shoot a crossbow. I thought in the trailer. Did she? I don't I remember she- that. I mean, I think she would be a lot cooler if she actually shot a real bow. Yeah, so that one's Entertainment Earth exclusive. Shit. Um, and then there's Black Canary, 
and that's a booby trap battle. Okay. And she's just hol- she's holding um Harley Quinn's bat. So okay. that I think all of those. So there's the Harley Quinn with the caution tape. And that's so yeah, Harley Quinn with caution tape, the Black Mask Club Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn and Beaver, Harley Quinn roller derby, then Black Canary booby trap battle, Huntress, um Roman Sionis, Sionis, however you pronounce his name. So Black Mask and the Black Mask Chase are all Entertainment Earth exclusives. What? That's what it says. Yeah, but uh, a YouTube video I watched, the guy said that he just picked them all up, mostly a Hot Topic. Oh. Well, maybe this picture's wrong. Well, oh, they do it to where, um, because they do it with Avengers Endgame. To where you can buy the comic from Entertainment Earth and it comes with a collectible card. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're not exclusive, but you can get ones with cards from Entertainment Earth. Okay. Yeah, so that's all the Birds of Prey figures coming out right now. And then they have like some with like that card like you were talking about. Yeah. The cards are dumb. It is. I, I was tempted to buy a Hawkeye one, but I decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think that covers everything we got in pop figures. Um, so. In Blu-rays, the only Blu-ray that we got uh, is Joker. So that came out last week Yep. from when we're recording. Yes. Or did it come out this week? It, well, it came out this week. It came out this but week we as of when we're recording. Yeah. Which is, if you're listening to this on Monday, it was the Thursday before the, the Monday that you're on right now. So that was confusing. Okay, so yeah, so how about we just say the day that it was released? Sure, that will work. I feel that would be a lot easier. So, the Joker was released on Blu-ray on Jan- on January seventh. Yes, and so. it is the ninth right now. Yes, um, and of course I bought it. I bought the uh, Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, and I was in a frantic for a minute because I checked it. I think Monday night, and it said um, sold out not available within 250 miles i'm like oh shit like people already like pre-ordered it and like did like store picking up and everything so i showed up uh to af best buy right when they opened with a chance hoping that they still had some and they had i think six on the shelf this thing was so limited like stores only got about 10 copies um and so by the time i left that store there were i think about four I had to come back an hour later to um, return something, and there was only two left. Jeez. And I think by new, uh, by 2 o'clock that day, there wasn't one within 250 miles of me that was available. And then that night, it sold out online. So this thing flew. <laughs> and <laughs> I am so glad that I was able to pick it up. Funny, another funny story about this. So I Snapchatted Caleb a video of of uh, me showing it off, and I'm just like, uh, I used to think my uh, life was uh, what was it, a tragedy, but it turns out it was a comedy. And I showed him that, and he's just like, "Dude, I thought you were gonna take that in a completely different direction." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna get real deep on me. It's like, ah, it's early. I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Wow. <laughs> Supposed to be ready for your bros 
emotional state 24-7. Hey, I'm not saying I wouldn't have gotten ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fair. Yeah, so that was the only Blu-ray we got. Moving on to this week's sneak peeks. First thing we're going to talk about is A Quiet Place Part 2. I'm so confused because I've never seen the first one. <laughs> yeah. What happened to John Krasinski? Don't He died, didn't he? <laughs> Damn it. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I just had a feeling. I should have known when he wasn't in the trailer. Like, why wouldn't he be in the movie? <sighs> yeah. Does he go Spoiler out Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Does he go out fast? He goes out in that really epic way. Okay. I think A Quiet Place is on Hulu right now. Well, I own it. Oh. I just haven't watched it yet. Well, get on it. I know I, know I need to. Yeah, it's a good movie. Okay. Um, I think you definitely missed out on the experience. Yeah, I know. I'm so I gotta see this one in theaters. Yeah, I so that one came out in 2018. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was I. I think that was on my top five. Yeah, list it was of yep. 2018. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this one, it's just the rest of the family kind of going about their day. Apparently, they can drive now. They can like move on and whatever and i swore i don't know why the kid that was sitting up front sounded like gate and <laughs> but it's not but still like that kid should use that to his his advantage yeah so the thing that confuses me about this this trailer is that there were only supposed to be at least from the continuity that they put in the first one there were only supposed to be three of the monsters in like the u.s area okay so i thought it was just three kind of terrorizing the world or whatever but uh. it wasn't so apparently there's more and they found a way to kill them it's just a big old pain in the ass <laughs> i feel i don't have to see the movie anymore you just spoiled it for me well it, it, it's 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 a good movie to watch just I, you know, like kidding. when you see like the creativity that john krasinski had so but like should i have headphones on I would. Okay. All right. And I would also probably do it when no one's home. Die, you son of a bitch. <laughs> are you trying to make me wet myself? No, it's just <laughs> if someone if there are people making noise, it just kind of oh, detracts kinda from it. it. Yeah. Okay. So I like I said, I would, I would try to do it when no one's home. Okay. Um But yeah, it was a good trailer. Um Yeah, I, I mean Considering I haven't seen the first one, I'm actually pretty hyped for the second one. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm interested to see where they take this because I th I felt they ended the first one amazingly. But you know, Hollywood, everything needs a sequel. Yeah, no joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, where they're going to take it. Apparently, they meet up with some more like civ civilization and they leave their little farmhouse and whatever. Um. Apparently shortly after, because that baby is still really small. Like, because she had the baby in the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that... Mm. What was that? It's yeah. intense. Oh. Like, I'm just talking about, like, how they did that scene. Oh, okay. Alright, I get you now. <laughs> yeah, so... Eh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where they could take this. That's going to feel realistic in the world i hope that it's kind of better yeah and i hope that it actually showcases why this movie needed a sequel 
Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's what we get. Uh, the next trailer we're going to talk about is Birds of Prey. Trailer number dose. Yes. This one was freaking awesome. This was pretty great. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for this movie now. So I, I, so I went to go see Knives Out last night. And this was my, the that's where I saw this trailer for the first time. Really? They showed it in that late of... That's kind of shocking considering that movie's been out for a while. I know. I think they replaced the trailers. Huh. I, hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but super good. <laughs> super solid. Like, when I saw that as Birds of Prey, I'm like, okay, what's this going to be? And it ended up surprising me. Like, it made me laugh. Yeah, it was... It, was, it got it was me really fun. excited for the movie. Yeah, and I love the finally get to see Black Mask. Where's Black Mask? Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I was so afraid that they weren't going to do that. Yeah. I was going to be mad because that's like his his staple <laughs> kind of like baron von zemo not wearing his mask in civil war yeah i think they're making up for it because he's wearing it in the show that's good so point. very good point yeah yeah this i don't really I have much to say about everything I, else. i think this is very very much going to be a Harley based focused movie. It is, and then we're gonna wedge in the birds of prey. The birds of prey, I'm not impressed with even a little bit. I, I get they're trying to like modernize them, but I don't know. They just they don't look like. I don't understand why they're like called that. Like you know, you call Huntress because she shoots a. A crossbow. Well, anyone could do that. Like, so why did she get the name Huntress? Yeah, like there's, which is weird. Because, so there's supposed. So the only one that's like a bird is Black Canary. Yeah, that's true. Then there's the girl who's supposed to be Batwoman. Bats aren't birds. Huntress. I don't know what the fight. How you can get a bird out of that? <laughs> and. Who's the last one? I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only one person with a bird name. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I'll admit, though, the beginning was pretty funny That when it's basically showcased. At least that's what it looks like, that Harley Quinn just killed Joker. I don't think that's what happened. Really? It kind of looks like it. No, I think she blew up Ace Chemicals. Oh. Like, I think that's... All that really happened. But what if he was in there? I doubt it. Oh. I don't. I don't know if they would do that. So I'm just wondering. Like, I feel like they they need to maybe like write him out in like not like a strong way, but in a way that makes sense. I don't think they need to touch him again. Really? Yeah. I think they just need to leave Joker alone for a tad. Yeah. Release the Batman movie, and just kind of like hit a refresh button on the DCEU. Or not even, like, have any movies that are, like, in continuity with each other. Okay. Or, you know, we could always just get a Joker 2. I'm just kidding. I don't want a Joker 2. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what else to say about this trailer. It was exciting. It, it, may, it just kind of, like confirmed how excited i am for the movie. yeah and really the ending make me more didn't make me less yeah i mean and the ending with her hyena and naming him bruce that was pretty great 
Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, the last trailer that we're going to talk about is for The New Mutants, which was originally supposed to come out in 2017. Damn. Mm-hmm. I th- It definitely shows because um, you can, uh, looking at Stranger Things Season 3 and then looking at this movie, the actor that plays Jonathan, he's he's definitely grown up a little bit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely has. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to know what the actors are thinking with this. Yeah, it's I know, like right? about freaking time. I mean, I, I don't think it matters for them because they, they got paid for it. Like, regard, like... I See, I don't even know how that works. Like, I would assume they They have did. to pay them for yeah, their time. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's true. It's just... So they paid for the filming. I don't know if they... They haven't paid for, like... um going out and doing press yes so i think they'll i mean actually this comes out in april yeah so i don't even know if disney's gonna do any press for this movie Ooh, that's gonna be rough yeah i I think if they do they're gonna do like late night shows and that's it yeah like i think they're gonna call good at fallon camel and just maybe cordon and that's it call today well we did our part yep (laughs) go see the movie please yeah um so so reportedly disney just kind of backed away from this and just told the director just do what you want with it and the director's kind of excited about it he's just like awesome like fox was kind of getting in my way with this shit and so now disney i wonder when that happened fantastic four yeah so disney now is kind of has is going to basically has a no-lose situation on their hands. If the movie does well, they're just like, yeah, because we we let the guy do whatever he wants. And if the movie fails, then he's like, yeah, because we let the director do whatever he wants. So either the... Who directed this? Ooh, good question. The director is Josh Boone. Okay, so either, depending on how this movie performs, his career is either saved... Or it's in the shitter. Yeah, let's see what else he's done. Oh, shit. He did The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, Okay, then he's fine, then. He'll make movies again. Yeah, he will. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else? Uh, He's done a few others, but I don't know them. So, Hmm. like, the biggest one that stuck out was Fault in Our Stars. Okay. Yeah, other than that, like, uh, just, like, smaller stuff. All right. Overall, though, very good trailer. Got me pretty hyped, because I honestly don't even remember the first trailer. It came out so long ago. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I can definitely tell that this movie was made back in 2017. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of a given. Um, It's kind of scary how much it's aged. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but I am still excited for this, and I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I I really like the superhero horror, like as like genre that they've been doing. Like, I'm excited for them to do that with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Even though it just lost its director. Yeah, that really sucks. Yep. Um, I haven't seen Brightburn yet, but I want to watch that because I I, I love the the. 
like how horror like with horror we've seen normal people handle horror scenarios yeah we've never seen superheroes handle horror scenarios and that's what this whole thing is that they're living their nightmare and i love that dude i can just imagine if like freddy jason michael especially chucky had super speed and they could just go, <laughs> stab so many people. Dude, some of these guys actually do. <laughs> That's true. It just shows like they're walking. <laughs> yeah, I can't count how many times I've seen the meme. It doesn't matter how fast you run, Michael Myers or Jason can walk faster. Yep. It's true. <laughs> but can you imagine if like Chucky had super speed? That'd be dope. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this movie looks pretty solid. It does. It looks like it's going to be like they just kind of jump head first into freaking horror. And I'm really excited to see this. Yeah, I applaud them for trying something different. So. Yeah, I kind of applaud Disney for letting this just go where it will. Yeah. Now, if only Disney could have done that for J.J. Abrams with The Rise of Skywalker, but that's yeah. Star Wars. I, I'm I'm hoping I mean I never want any movie to fail. But I hope I that do this... sometimes. Well you're an asshole. You know... <laughs> I okay. I don't want movies to fail. Yeah. Because or especially Disney movies. Because I mean duh. But I don't want this one to fail because I feel if Disney sees that something that they've done or that they've let a director just kind of handle on his own yeah see that kind of i want it to like to succeed like hard so disney could be like hey we kind of backed off and it worked out in our favor like maybe we should do this more often like i'm hoping that's what comes of it yeah that would be really cool that'd be great Okay, in my defense, whenever I want a movie to fail, it usually doesn't. And also, <laughs> the director's a dick, so. Okay, well, like, what's one movie that you've wanted to on, fail? On, well, okay, it hasn't come out yet, but I literally want every James Cameron movie now to fail. Well, Terminator did, so there's that. James can't, uh, yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. After all of the shit that he said about Avengers Endgame and how it doesn't deserve... Yeah, he can just I kiss my ass. Yeah. I don't want... I want people to release good movies, because I love going to see a good movie and being surprised by a movie. Me too. I think there's not very many left of us <laughs> that like just go to the movies to go see a movie. True. It's very True. Like I and I know I'm like the worst like risk taker when it comes to movies. I'm like, what if this sucks? <laughs> but whenever I'm like home and like see a list of movies that I've been meaning to watch, I'll watch them all. Like I'll power through them, and I I'm usually pleasantly surprised by all of them. Nice. I mean, there's very few where I haven't been like super surprised or disappointed. Well, you are a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> um, okay, so one out of three for these movies. Um, Birds of Prey, number one. Number two, New Mutants. And then just because I haven't seen the first one, Quiet Place Part Two for number three. 
Yeah, I'm the same with you. Uh, Quiet Place Part Two is number three. Oh, but you flip flop it. I I flip flop it. I'm re- really excited I said for flip, new mu- flip flopping. Flip flopping. Yeah, you flip flopping. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm really excited for New Mutants. It does look really good, and I can understand why it's your number one. But I'm I'm just really excited to see Margot Robbie back as Harley Quinn. So yeah. I I'm still have my hesitations with Birds of Prey, and that's just because they're calling it Birds of Prey and not Harley Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> and I th- I'm I'm just hoping that it makes sense. Once I'm just wondering it. what's the longest movie title ever because I feel that's in the running for it. Oh, that has to be <laughs> Birds of Prey and the I'll have to do some research on yeah, that and the fabulous emancipation of fantabulous. the fantabulous fantabulous emancipation of the of one Harley Quinn, right? Yep. Okay. <sighs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's our top three, and that's the, the this week's sneak peek. So let's move on to what's in the box. Yeah, where cats just keeps going down the shitter. Cat box. I don't well, know. Well, we already have an official grade for that, so it doesn't matter now. Yeah, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm not talking grade. I'm just talking box office. All right, let's see. So at number one, unsurprisingly, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker brought in another thirty-four million. At number two, we got Jumanji in the next level, which brought in another $26 million. At number three, we got Little Women, which I think actually jumped up. Yeah, it was at number four last week. It jumped to number three. Not bad. Brought in $13 million. At number four, we got Fro- uh, sorry, at number four, we got Frozen 2, which grossed almost another $12 million. And it is now, because I don't count The Lion King... A lot of people don't. <laughs> it's considered the highest grossing animated film of all time. Which is awesome. And Frozen nice. and the original is not far behind. <laughs> I don't count The Lion King. I don't care that it's just CGI. It doesn't count as an animated <laughs> movie to me. And a lot of people would agree with me. <laughs> I I can I can see that. Yeah. I can I can get behind that. Uh and then at number five, we got Damn this movie got mauled to death with reviews the grudge the grudge yeah which brought in 11 million damn did you see like the rotten tomato score no oh okay what's it at here one second really quickly cats is almost out of the top 10 it only grossed a little over 2 million Jeez. (laughs) uh poor cats Looper made a video of like what happened with that movie. It's, with did cats? I? Yeah, like why it like went so wrong and like the rush production and everything. I don't know if I ever sent you the video of it. I don't think you did. I'll have to because it's actually very good. Yeah, That's I'm fair. still trying to get through all the videos that Friday Night Movie sent me last or sent us last. You week. You haven't watched those yet? I haven't watched all of them yet. Oh, I watched okay. a good portion of them. You know the um, magical Mister Mistopheles. I know this is so. I still got. I want to see this this uh, musical on stage, and and I know they're just supposed to be cats, but just seeing uh, Mr. Mistopheles just keep rubbing up on Deuteronomy like that, just, just a little <laughs> bit. And I know they're supposed to be cats, but humans doing it, it just some some it just looks a little weird to me, dude. Do you? Uh, I, gosh. 
Okay, I think we have a little bit of time to talk about it because we already got through the top five. Yeah. Remember when we were talking, like, it was at the very end. Everyone was having a really sweet moment. It was like Deuteronomy and Victoria were yeah. having this real nice moment. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, okay. And then they started doing cat shit. We're like, gosh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told uh, Caleb because I didn't even know um, when uh, Universal, like, sent the uh, the re the re-release of cats to theaters and people were wondering like what the difference is literally the only difference or one of the only ones is in the re-release judy dench's wedding ring isn't visible on oh her my cat. deuteronomy oh my <laughs> so yeah if you watch the original you can actually see judy dench's human hand and all with her wedding ring oh my gosh <laughs> so freaking <laughs> Uh, I so the grudge has sixteen percent, jeez, and only twenty two percent on audience score. Ooh, damn! Dolan and getting fired. <laughs> Dolan and Derivated, the reboot, the rebooted grudge wastes a talented cast and filmmaker on watered down scares that may leave viewers nursing grievances of their own. <laughs> damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything that we got in, I want to say news, but we don't do news anymore. In our in, in other in stuff. our week recap. There we go. I like that. Yeah. So let's move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Alright, so this week is our 100th episode. Like we said at the beginning, and we're freaking pumped up about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, we posted a question of the week um, on Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. That's when our question of the weeks usually go up, or... We'll usually do like a guest invite on Tuesday and then our question of the week on Wednesdays. Yep. And then we record on Thursdays. Yeah. But yeah, so I posted the question of the week, asked what everyone's favorite thing to do in Red Dead Redemption 2 was. So we got quite a few responses, which is awesome. I think I already know my favorite one. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... The first response that we got is from our good friend Whitney Oppenheisen at wit underscore being open with two P's on Instagram. And she says, gah, love red. <laughs> I mean, that's what she said. Uh, she says, love red dead. Favorite thing? Probably trying to see what I could lasso and drag around. That was fun. That was so much fun. I told her that many a bounty has been dragged behind my horse. <laughs> you know, speaking of, of lassoing, I always found it fun. And I don't know how some could do it to where you'd lasso, you'd, um, um, you know, you tie them up and you'd like throw them on your horse. 
And then, have you, did you ever like throw a body in the water to see how long it took for them to drown? Yep. Yeah, someone actually like was able to. I swear, he was so far enough he would have just drowned like that. No, he broke free and started coming out after me. I'm like, do you have like magical powers or something? <laughs> I have a really fun story about, but I'll get into it with the next answer. Okay. Uh, so the next answer we got is from Ne Podcast. On Twitter at ne pod will do. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, tsh, love it. Uh, so me and them like are that that. I think it's <laughs> that them. podcaster me and them Podcast. had a really good conversation uh, about this. They answered hunt. All right. So my favorite thing to do in Red Dead is hunt. I, I did all of the legend hunted all the legendary animals. I even fished. Got all the, the legendary fish. Damn, we went above and beyond, unlike me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got like a ton of shit. Um, but yeah, I so that's how I made a majority of my money in this game by hunting. Um but one of the la so the last uh legendary animal that I hunted was the legendary cougar. Okay. And so I did the tracking. I tracked the cougar down to its location, and I was at the top of a hill, and I was I couldn't figure out because there was multiple cougars around. So I was trying to figure out which one was the legendary one, and so I was like scoping them out, and I was like going like sideways, and I saw the legendary cougar, and it was running at me. Oh and shit! I was like, Oh no! <laughs> so I had to like put my binoculars away, which took forever. Then I had to pull out my gun, and I pulled out like the repeating shotgun and just unloaded. And I, I freaking got mauled. Damn it! But I was able to beat it away. And oh, okay, then, well, that's like, good. Was able to just freaking unloaded my shotgun on him. So scary! <laughs> so freaking terrifying. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I got into a conversation with them. They asked if I play online, and I think I have a new Xbox friend. Nice. Yeah, real cool. I haven't gotten on yet, so. Why doesn't anyone play PlayStation? <laughs> uh, the next response we got is from True Crime Theater 4K at TCT4K on Twitter. Uh, they said trying to shoot Jack when he stopped paying attention while trying to teach him to fish. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that pissed me off so bad. That, that was really annoying. Dude, Jack was a little <laughs> asshole. Uh, uh, then our, <laughs> our next response was from Gamers Kingdom at uh, Gamers Kingdom, I think pretty sure yeah they said exploration and bounty hunter oh yeah bounty hunting was really fun yeah and they said that they are so i said exploration was awesome bounty hunting was a bit of a bitch for me because i suck at it um i'm not very good at bringing people back alive (laughs) dude so with bounty hunting i don't think this really counts towards bounty hunting but you got some like arthur's like best lines with that, because there's part where you have to get Anthony Foreman, 
And, you know, like, you're dragging him on your horse, and he's just like, do you have any idea who you're messing with? I'm Anthony Foreman. Well, thanks for the information, Anthony. Now, is that Foreman with an E? I want the Undertaker to spell it right. (laughs) Dude, Arthur was awesome. Uh, But he says that he's a level 20 bounty hunter. I'm assuming that's online mode. And I told him I'm a level nine guy that can't do much. <laughs> <laughs> nice response. Yeah, and I think that's all the responses. There's some good responses. There's some damn good responses. So thank you, everyone, that answered our question of the week. Yes, thank you very much. And yeah. So getting into the breakdown. So we. So, with movies, we split the movie into eight t- different categories. But with video games, I think we need to do it a little bit different. So, we split it into... Four, t- we split it into ten different categories that we're going to grade individually. So, the first one we're going to grade is story, obviously. We're going to talk about the writing. We're going to talk about the voice acting. The character development, and I think we're going to just do Arthur. Uh, we could yeah. do John, but yeah. he, most of his development is in the first game. Yeah, that's true. So we'll just do Arthur, since the story mainly focuses on him. Then we'll talk about the graphics, uh, the music. We'll talk about gameplay, and it's just kind of like how easy it was to play, and just kind of the controls and everything. Uh, then we'll grade how the main missions were. Then I will grade how the yeah, side that, quests were. That's all, Caleb. <laughs> and then at the end, we'll give it a personal grade. And then we will come to our final grade for Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. So first off, I mean, spoiler alert, obviously. Um. Okay, so first of all, you've had over a year to play this. Yeah, you have. So <laughs> at this point, it's your fault. Um, so first off, we're going to grade story. So Rose is going to read us the plot for this game. Yes. And we'll grade it off of that. Get ready for reading with Rose. Still got to come up with a better name. After a botched ferry heist in 1899, the Vanderlyn gang is forced to leave their substantial money stash and flee Blackwater. The gang realizes that the progress of civilization is ending the time of outlaws and and so decide to gain enough money to escape the law and retire. They rob a train owned by Leviticus Cornwall who responds by hiring the Pinkertons to apprehend them. Arthur and the gang perform numerous jobs in heists in Valentine and Dutch continually promises that the next heist will be their last. Arthur <laughs> freaking damn it. Arthur, this is different. <laughs> I, dude, I was with Arthur he, when he kept like being like, "How is this different?" <laughs> no, the I best have one. A plan, Arthur. <laughs> Shut up about your gosh damn plan. The best part was when uh, Arthur's like, "There's always, there's always a gosh damn train, Dutch. There's always <laughs> a damn train." Uh all right. Arthur becomes bothered by recent recruit Micah's recklessness and willingness to resort to violence. Yeah, screw Micah. <laughs> Micah, you can go to frickin' hell. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it yet. <laughs> uh, okay, go. All right. Cornwall retaliates for the train heist, which c- 
culminates in a deadly shootout in Valentine. The gang relocates to Lemoyne, where they meet the Greys and Braithwaites. Dutch tries to pit the families against each other, but underestimates them. The gang is ambushed by the Greys, and Sean is killed. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Braithwaites kidnap John's son, Jack. The gang retaliates and destroy both families. They learn that Jack is with Bronte, who returns Jack and embraces the gang. He offers them leads on work, but double-crosses them. Dutch kidnaps and feeds him to an alligator as revenge, which further disturbs Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. The gang remains in San Denis, where Hosea and Dutch lead them in, in a bank robbery. The Pinkertons intervene, arresting John and killing Hosea and Lenny. Oh my gosh, I can I still can't watch when Jose is killed. Jose is oh. killed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so sad. Dude, that ruined my day. <laughs> right? That's straight up. And then just watching Lenny get shot on the on top of the uh, roof. Oh my gosh. When he's just trying to help everyone escape. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dutch, Arthur, Bill, Javier, and Micah escape the city via a ship heading to Cuba. It Terrenial storm sinks the ship, and the men wash ashore on the island of Guarma, where they become embroiled in a war between the tyrannical sugar plant plantation owners and the enslaved local population. This level sucked. Yeah, it did. And not in, like, a bad way. It was just a really tough level. Yeah, it was. Or series of levels. I'm going to quote Arthur right now. For what it's worth, I would have preferred Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the group successfully aids the revolution against the plantation owners and secure transport back to the United States. <clears throat> the group reunites with the rest of the gang and Dutch obsesses over one last heist. Dutch doubts Arthur's loyalty after he disobeys him by liberating John earlier than planned. He takes Micah on as his new lieutenant, replacing Arthur. F you, Dutch. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Dutch. <laughs> Arthur becomes concerned that Dutch is no longer the man he knew, as he is becoming insular, abandons their ideals, and murders Cornwall. He is faced with his mortality when he is diagnosed with tuberculosis. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's just his face when the doctor is just like, I'm sorry, son, it's a terrible thing. Like... Like, his face is like, well, you just gave me a death wish. Not death wish, well, death but, sentence. Yeah, death sentence. Oh, that, that scene just... Even, like, the facial acting is just amazing. Arthur reflects on his... Oh, well, wait. Yeah, sorry. Arthur reflects on his actions and how to protect the gang following his death. He persuades John to run away with Abigail and Jack and openly defies Dutch by aiding the local Native American people. When the Pinkertons assault the camp, Dutch becomes paranoid that a gang member is working as an informant. Several gang members become disenchanted and leave, while Dutch and Micah arrange one final heist of an army payroll train. Arthur's faith in Dutch is shattered when he abandons Arthur to the army, leaves John for dead, and refuses to rescue Abigail when she is taken. Arthur and Sadie again disobey Dutch to rescue Abigail from Milton, who names who names Micah as the Pinkerton's informer before Abigail kills him. Arthur returns... Micah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Arthur returns to the camp and openly accuses Micah of betrayal. Dutch, Bill, Javier, and Micah turn on Arthur and the newly returned John, but the standoff has broken when the Pinkertons return. I oh, I hated when Bill and Javier took Dutch Dutch and Micah's side. I'm like, come on, guys. I know. You know you want to go with Arthur and John. Dude, I was like, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it wouldn't make sense because of the first game. I haven't played the first game, so I don't know how that goes. Oh. If, I'm if, probably not going to play the first game. I would at least watch the clip, because they're not in them a lot, at least watch the clips of Bill and Javier. Okay. Just know, but know that Javier is way different in the first game than he is in this one. Okay. Yeah. Just a heads up. Um. So the player can choose to have Arthur aid John's escape by delaying the Pinkertons or return to the camp to recover the gang's money. Micah ambushes Arthur and Dutch intervenes in their fight. Arthur convinces Dutch to abandon Micah and leave. If the player has high honor, Arthur succumbs to his injuries and decease and dies while watching the sunrise. If the player has low honor, Micah executes him. Yeah, so we both had high honor. Yeah, which thank goodness. Yeah, thank freaking goodness, because I would have snapped Yeah, <laughs> Micah shot me. <laughs> And the song that they play, pay, they pick to play, Unshaken, just mm, so beautiful. I have I was, that in my Spotify. I do too. I was I was crying. Yeah. So, are you done? Oh well, there's the prologue. Do you want me to read that too, or just the main story? There's only I'll just do the main story. Okay. Sounds um. Good okay, so I loved this story i did too i got so invested yeah when hosea got shot or was killed by the pinkertons i like i said my day was completely ruined and brielle was getting home from work when i was doing that mission so when hosea died i paused the game and i was just like losing i'm like no like Hosea, <laughs> like I was flat out losing my mind, and she comes in. And she's just like, "I can hear you from outside." <laughs> you don't understand, honey. My one of my gang members just died. <laughs> my closest friends. <laughs> That's straight up what I said too. <laughs> yeah, I I was emotionally devastated, <laughs> and. Yeah, I I was starting off with the high honor from the beginning, so I was letting people go. I was doing whatever I could to gain high honor. I accidentally um okay, so you know the part where uh you when you're in a Valentine and that guy notices you from a uh, Blackwater or he thinks he notices you and so you have to chase him down mm-hmm. and he like falls off of a cliff and he's like asking you to help. <laughs> I guess I'm I cuz I was just getting used to playing this game. I accidentally, I didn't know, like, if you, like, talk to him, like, too long, it's too late, and I accidentally let him die. I'm like, shit! (laughs) Like, the first mission that, you know, like, gives you either high or low honor, and I butchered it. (laughs) Yeah, well, it would have helped if you'd done any of the side quests. Oh, I know. Because those help you get high honor, like, I was, like, maxed out with with honor when, by the time... Arthur's time came. Why aren't you a goody two shoes? Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this story works so well for me. Like I said, you get so invested in it. You get so invested in the characters. You get so invested in Arthur that anything that, like, and even with, like, the side quest. So um, when he's interacting with his girlfriend, I think it's uh, Mary Beth. No, I don't or, think it's Mary Beth. Um, shit, who, what's oh, because uh, uh, Tilly like says he has a letter from her. That's uh, not Susan. I'm I'm scrolling through the the cast right now. I'm trying to think of who it would be. I could just always look up Arthur's girlfriend. Man, I guess I could do that too. I'll do that right now. Mary. Isn't that what I said? Oh, did you say Mary? Yeah, I said Mary Beth. Oh, sorry, I thought... Oh, yeah. Sorry, for a second I thought she was a part of the gang. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. My so, apologies. There's a mission. I'm not sure if it was a side quest or, or a, like a straight-up mission, but you have to, like, take her out, like, on a date. That was a side mission. It was a side I mission? I never did that. Okay, so there's... <laughs> So there's this side mission where you you get a letter from Mary Beth. She tells you to meet her. Her brother somehow joins this cult. Yeah. And you like you go and rescue him from the cult and but then he she messes and she like takes off. She comes back because she's trying to get something from her father, but her father's like a crazy old drunk. So they don't feel like she doesn't feel like comfortable going after him by herself, so she calls Arthur, and they go out and follow the dad and have this big old interaction with him. Um, but after that, you can like choose to take her out on a date, right? So I, I chose to like do that. I did everything, everything I freaking could to like basically show her a good time. Took her to to the the moving picture shows <laughs> I did like all like actually it wasn't a moving picture show it was like an actual like performance oh, okay. where multiple people were coming in and so you took her to the theater yeah i took her to the theater and they were they were getting close they were getting real close and then when it comes time and she's just like she has this moment where she's like come with me like get like get on this train and come with me and he like i was hoping for like a ch- a choice thing and i was just like just jump on the train arthur just do it <laughs> and he did and i was so pissed when brielle came home i i i shut the game off and i was just like freaking arthur's pissed me off i did everything i freaking could to give him a good life and he just <laughs> ruins it by not going with mary beth on the gosh damn train can you imagine he gets on the train and then you just start hearing cruel cruel world <laughs> and just dude i would have been so happy with that i'm like i could end the game right here i know this isn't the end but if it were to end right here and like credits i'd be what about the pumped. rest of the gang i know i know selfish but piece of shit you're a selfish piece of shit <laughs> I wanted Arthur to be happy. <laughs> um, I can't argue there. But I mean, I don't know if it's just my personality, but the I love the side quest because it adds like for me richness to the story. I, mean, so I just started I playing loved... it again, and I've started to do those as well, and it it definitely does. Yeah, it helps you a lot. Um, 
And we'll get into it when we start grading side quests. Don't you mean you grade side quests? I grade side quests. (laughs) (laughs) But the overall story, I had very little issue with it. I literally have no problems with it. Yeah. To me, it's practically perfect in every way. I think you say that every time you're like willing to give it like up to 90. (laughs) So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But I am in total agreement. I could give this a high 90s. Easy, like how ta- how high are we talking here? Like pretty high. Like how high are you? T- I'm freaking high. Like, I don't think I'm quite at 100 because I know the story like gives you the op like some different options and different paths that you can take. Yeah. But you end up either way you go, you play the same game. Yeah. And it's like you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, and <laughs> as much of a bummer as that is, I mean, I I think that they could do better at making maybe making the endings of the story a little different. But I understand that they what they have to do to get the end of this game to fit the beginning of the first game. Yeah. So I can I could forgive it for that, and it doesn't bump it down any for me. It's just like a minor minor gripe that I have. Okay. So I'm personally sitting at like 98, 99. I'm at a 99. 99? Yeah. I can definitely do 99. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's... The game's freaking oh, amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, if you don't get invested in this story, I mean, go back to playing Mario. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now go back to playing Frogger. Mario's good. Go back to That's playing Frogger. You no, know go back to playing Pong. There we go. Someone who can't handle a freaking story. <laughs> um, but it like it's true. I mean, you if you don't like this game, I mean, and I understand that some people maybe not be into westerns, but the story itself just draws you in. Yeah, it does. And I can understand like <sighs> drop dump or dropping points for other th- aspects of this. But you, no matter who you are, you have to admit that the story is yeah, rock like, solid. I've never played the first Red Dead, um, and I'll fully admit I was very excited for this game when it first first was announced, and each trailer got me more and more hyped. But since I hadn't played the first one, I'm like, okay, am I am I still really gonna like this? Within the first thirty sec, like honestly, when um, yeah, you know, like the first thirty seconds, I was hooked. And then after uh, the gang starts heading off into, like, civilization and, like, the title cards are saying, like, 1899, like, literally the age of outlaws had ended, just all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I can already tell. I am, I'm in for an amazing game. Yeah. And I think we've both said we were raised on westerns. Yeah. So. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so I was I knew I was going to like it. I didn't know I was going to like it this much. Like, this is in my top five games. Easy. This is in my top three. Honestly. Honestly, it might be in my top three. I'm pretty sure it's in my top three. I love Rockstar so much that I'm just going to spoil this. Two, Red Dead Redemption 2 is in there and also Grand Theft Auto Five. Those two are in my top three games of all time. Yeah, my my number one is Skyrim. I love Skyrim. That's I fair. love how often I can go back and play and have a different experience every single time. 
Fair. And then I don't know what my number two and number three are kind of like uh equal for me like right now and it's between red dead and oh shit gosh maybe number two is red dead because i can't i can't remember what number three is (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah ah i should have wrote wrote this down or something but i didn't (laughs) so anyway It'll, it'll come to me eventually. Yeah. Um. So yeah, story ninety nine, all practically perfect. I think there was just maybe one thing. But what is that one thing? The one thing is just how many gunfights you get into. Is not the fun part. I know it's the f- it's supposed to be the fun part, but I I don't think you would get that many gunfights <laughs> all the freaking time. All right, and that's what brings it down. You gotta to admit 1%. though, it was so much fun using that dead eye and those gunfights. Oh my gosh, I love dead eye. <laughs> so amazing. I didn't start using dead eye like religiously until the epilogue with John. Oh, you have to like at yeah, the, you, toward yeah you, towards the <laughs> end, like when you're like going up to uh, see. Uh, not spoiling anything here, but when you have to go face Micah and like his guard, his like goons come out. Yeah, you can't get past them without using dead eye. You're dead if you don't. Like, you need Deadeye and a Lancaster repeater. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> That's how you get through those freaking missions. Yep. All right, moving on to writing. Damn, this is strong, too. This is really strong. I Ev- don't think it's quite as strong as the story. It's not, but, like, everything that Arthur says is just so impactful, and just, like, his quirks are just amazing, and just... Like, everything that they wrote for these characters was just... Ah! Yeah. I think where the writing drops for me is with how often they used Dutch and his plan and never really, like, explained that. Like, you never knew what... I Like, I still don't know what his plan was. <laughs> I feel maybe if like we played the first one, we kind of maybe would have caught on a little more. But I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's just kind of like honestly, anything like how... that like anything that he was just like, oh, this is part of my plan. You're just like, okay, what's the plan, dude? Every time, like halfway through the game, every time he would say, Arthur, I got a plan. Then what the hell is the damn plan, Dutch? Like seriously. Yeah. Uh, I want you to write that shit down so I have physical proof that you did have a plan. I I really liked a lot of the like the passing by interactions that you could have with people and like how different people would react. Like I think I showed you a video of when you're when they teach you how to do chores in at camp. Oh yeah. Um yeah, when they teach you to do that, like you could be walking with a hay bale, and then Dutch will be like, "Hey Arthur, come here for a minute," and you can keep walking. Yeah, and he's like, "Fine, <laughs> f you then." <laughs> that was, that's my favorite interaction ever. Yeah, I loved like that. You could have these like different interactions with people, and I loved talking to people. Like I, I went through anytime I was at camp, I would go through and try to talk to people. Have you seen, so, like, you've, like, seen with Arthur being kind of, like, a dick to some of the people? 
Dude, I was a big freaking dick to uncle. <laughs> Why you gotta be a dick to uncle? I I was a big... Yeah, I wasn't very nice to uncle, and I wasn't very nice to Bill. I, everyone hates Bill. I love Bill. Bill's an asshole. <laughs> uh, I forget. Um, towards... I think it's when you're in Valentine, and like Arthur finishes that fight with that guy in the club, and Dutch is like telling everybody like what to do. And Arthur and uh, no, uh, Bill's like, okay, what do I do, Dutch? And he's like, yeah, that's exactly it. What do you do, Bill? He's like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the comedic bits were like super solid. I think it's, for me, this is still passing. Yeah, I think a lot of it's when you get later in the game, you start to hear the same stuff over and over again. That's true. Okay, can I point out one more funny yeah. part? Okay. I think it's uh, an interaction with um, Sean when Sean's, like, using a stick and, like, Arthur's like, oh, look at the little kid with a stick. And Sean's like, hey, don't be an arsehole. And Arthur's like, you know what? Jack's got some toy soldiers he can lend you when you're done with that. <laughs> oh, I love uh. that. Um, yeah, so, like I said, writing for me is not as high as, uh, the story. Is it still, like, a high 90, or is it kind of, like, a lower 90? I think it's higher 80s. Really? Yeah. And it's just because once, like, halfway through the game, you start to hear the same interactions with people. And, I mean, obviously, the more, like, when it's kind of when you progress through the story, you start to hear some new stuff for a little bit. Yeah. And then it goes back to, like, some old stuff. Okay. And I think that, I mean, I think that's just a limitation of the game. So, but it's just how frequently I would hear the same stuff kind of um, made me think that maybe they could have done a little bit more on that end. Yeah. With, like, the interactions. And then... Yeah, so that's just one of the things. So it, it's still passing. It's high high eighties. I'm not quite in the nineties though. Where are you at? I'm I'm honestly at like an eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, I can do that. Hell yeah, for sure. All right. Next up, we got voice acting. So we are going to grade most of the main characters. Um, so we got Roger Clark, who voiced Arthur. Uh, we're going to talk about Benjamin Brian Davis, who voiced Dutch Vanderland. We'll talk about Rob Whitehoff, who voiced John Marston. Uh, where you're going to do Curzon Dobell, who voiced Hosea. Uh, who else did we say we were going to do? Uh, you said we were going to do Sadie. Okay, where's Sadie? Uh, the, okay, Sadie was voiced by Alex McKenna. And I think last we were going to do Micah. And then Micah, where's he? Oh, Micah Bell. Voiced by Peter Blomquist. Alright, so let's start off with Micah. Peter Blomquist. He plays an asshole so well. He does. Like, I hate him from the second that we meet so you first meet micah in strawberry and Mm -hmm. you have to go break him out of jail because it's part of dutch's plan yep and arthur and his interaction is the best because he's just arthur's like 
had a good time in here, haven't you? Are you going to get me out of here? I ain't quite sure yet. Very funny. No, I'm being serious. I got a chance to watch you swing. You really think I'm going to let that go? <laughs> yeah. Dude, any, I hated, 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 hated <laughs> doing missions with Micah. Yeah, cause And it was because... Someone literally died every mission. No, not somebody. A lot of somebodies. <laughs> True. Like, the first mission that where you meet and, like, free Micah out of the Strawberry Jail. Yeah. You blow up. You basically kill everyone in town. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and then the next mission is one, I think it was with the Pinkertons? Yeah, I think so. Or no, uh, the O'Driscolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the O'Driscolls, and... Yeah, Don't get you freaking kill a b- bazillion of them. <laughs> and I'm like, that was the first mission that I stopped looting people that I killed. <laughs> because I'm like, I, I can't There's loot too this many, many damn, people. Too damn many of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, screw that. <laughs> Dude, honestly, okay, you know, like the part where um, it's, I forget what town you're in, but it's you, so it's Arthur, Micah, Bill, and Sean, and they're just walking through town, and then Sean gets his head blown off uh that's when you're in roads roads that was the first time in a good long while i freaking dropped my controller because i was like in so much shock i'm like oh shit i'm still playing this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, it was quite shocking i was like not shot why couldn't you shot micah everyone <laughs> would have been happy if you shot did a huge, nice headshot to him yeah oh so mad when sean died um all right, so Peter Blomquist, what do you what do you wanting to give him? Like I said, he played an asshole so well. He did. I think his voice acting was the one that kind of maybe pulled me out of the game most. I don't know why though. Okay. I, I think I... it's because he t- everyone else like talked at like a normal tone. He was always like at a heightened state. Like, okay. he'd always, like, he, just very heightened, just very, like, maybe antsy is the right word. Um, yeah, and it just, it, like I said, it pulled me out of the game a little bit. And I think it was just because everyone else is just kind of, like, at a more, they could, like, fluctuate. And he was always, like, up at a 10, it felt. Okay. I mean, it doesn't mean he was bad, by yeah. no means, but... I wouldn't put him, like, super duper high. I'm at, like, an 80. That's about where I was at, too. Oh. Well, then, hell yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to go much lower than that. Because it takes... I think it takes a lot for, like, voice actors to be able to portray something and get real emotions out of people. And so I think... Him just going with that heightened state kind of added to the asshole feeling you <laughs> got. Got that right. <clears throat> so, I mean, it was all right. All right, next up, let's do Sadie Adler, voiced by Alex McKenna. She was great. She was too. I think she's below Micah. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Listen, because I think hers was also very much heightened. Like she was, like she she never like calmed down. The 
O'Driscoll's murdered her husband. What did you expect from her? Uh, no, throughout the entire freaking game. Yeah, but I think that's supposed to be her character. That's just like the kind of voice that she had. Where are you at with her? I'm higher than Micah. I'm at an 85. 85? Yeah. I loved Sadie's voice. I thought she did a great job. I'm not like too much below Micah. I'm like maybe a 78 with Micah. Or with Sadie. Sadie? Yeah. And it's because like her... I don't know. I, I don't Come know. Come on, what you it gotta was. back I up think, your skull, I know, boy. I know, I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> it was a, again an issue with her, uh, her tone being very heightened all the time. Okay. Like she and always kind of getting us into trouble. <laughs> I think and it was awesome. like, it, well, because she wanted to prove herself. I know to Dutch. she wanted to prove her, herself, but she was. Like, I don't know. It's just the heightened thing. It's just, she, that just you need you? to calm down. Uh, like, sometime. And you sounded like that lady from that one video that's just like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to have to meet in the middle some way. 82? Okay, I, I can give the you... middle? Yeah, I can give you 82. All right, next up, we... Uh, Hosea Matthews, voiced by Curzon Dobell. Fantastic. He was really good. Like, I'm in 90s for him. I'm in low 90s, but I'm in the yeah. 90s. I mean, I can so, do 90. I can do 90, yeah. I can yeah, do 90. He was really good. Like, he definitely voiced, like, the father figure of the really yeah. well. I liked how... I love the mission where he, you guys are, or where we take the liquor from the, oh, the rich yeah. people and kind of pass it out, and you're kind of just his slow cousin or something. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember um, your uh, name that he calls you. Yeah, but yeah, you're just his slow cousin or sibling or brother or whatever. Yeah. And it, it, it's hilarious. I think it's brother. Yeah, and he, I love that mission too. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, it it was awesome. Everything that he did, like, made you like a, attach yourself to him, and I think it was just because he was so good at voicing like the father figure. He was, and then of course he had to die. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and like with him, he, his tone fluctuated, like Micah's and Sadie's didn't. <laughs> never gonna let like that he, go are you he could have like a, a like a soft spoken conversation with with arthur and then he could also get real heightened when he was t like yelling at dutch yeah then i love that so yeah 90s perfect score for him uh next up let's do john marston voiced by rob whitehoff and his was good his, his, his was, was good. uh he definitely got his Got better in the epilogue. Yeah. But that's oh. just because that's kind of like when he starts to come into his own. Yeah. So I wouldn't quite put him on the same level as, like, Hosea. But I wouldn't bring him down as far as uh, Micah or Sadie. Yeah. So, like... I'm around, like, an 85 for him. Okay, I can give you an 85. 
All right, next up we've got Benjamin Brian Davis, who voiced Dutch Vanderlind. So he's a little higher for me than Hosea. Right. Same um, here. He was really, really good. He was. As annoying as he was, I think that was just like the writing. That, that's just how the character's written. Yeah. And, but he was really good. He really was. I'm at like a 93. 93? Yeah. That's perfectly fair. Okay. But yeah, he did an amazing he job. He did. Amazing. Everyone, I feel everyone that voiced a character in this game did an amazing job. Yeah. All right, and last but not least, we got Arthur Morgan, voiced by Roger Clark. The man himself. Holy shit. I know you won't let me, but I really want to give him 100. <laughs> I know you won't let me. I will absolutely me. let you. Really? Yeah. I yes. love his voice, dude. It's so perfect. It was it was a, the perfect amount of just raspy, and felt like a western voice. I seriously want to know how how often Roger Clark had to go home with like the worst sore throat he's ever had. <laughs> that poor man. But we thank you. Yeah, we absolutely thank you. That what you did with Arthur was just incredible like i don't like to play favorites and i know like this is their like latest game but i'm pretty sure that arthur morgan will go down as my favorite rock star character ever he's already mine yeah see that's fair he is already mine michael and that's just because i i haven't played a lot of the grand theft auto games michael DeSanta was actually mine for a while but arthur morgan stole it from you sorry michael <laughs> All right, so averaging that out, that comes to an 88.3. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, next up, we got character development. And I think we're just going to do Arthur. Yeah, I feel that. Because John kind of hits, gets his development in the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this is really Arthur's story in yeah. Red Dead 2. And so Arthur starts off as just kind of part of the Vanderlyn gang. Mm-hmm. He's been a part of it ever since he was a kid. Basically, literally he's a, Dutch he's raised the right him. right-hand man. Yeah, Dutch okay. and Hosea have been literally his parents. Yeah. And so he starts off with that, and then he kind of grows into, like, just kind of, not really, bl- he actually just kind of blindly follows Dutch. Yeah. And then he starts kind of questioning him, Dutch a little bit. And then Jose, because Jose is noticing, hey, like, Dutch is getting a little crazy. And then once he gets diagnosed with tuberculosis, that's when he starts questioning Dutch hard. Mm-hmm. And I want to I do a playthrough of the game uh, with low honor just yeah, to see if it, if it does change the relationship with, between Arthur and Dutch. But Dutch are... Arthur, with the way that we played, with High Honor, he questions, and he's just like, there's more to life than the what you're doing. Like, we could have, like, a good life with what we have. We could, like, stay here, like, start all this stuff. It's just you and your stupid-ass plan. <laughs> you always want more. Yeah. And I think it was just really powerful seeing how he was handling it and especially when it got to saving john from prison yes and he's just like i mean obviously we chose to go save john 
and we're just like, fine, screw you. Like, we're going to go do this. And he was pissed off, and he's just like, listen, I'm not getting out of this. Like, I'm kind of stuck here, but you, John, have a chance to get out. And you... Wait, no, uh, breaking me out of prison, don't you mean... Like, when you're on the mountain, and you're you're telling John to... Like, you're, like you're, you're going to finish fighting off the Pinkertons and have John escape, is that what? Yeah, um, no, but it's, it's more like, um, John, or Arthur, he knows, he's like, I'm kind of stuck in this life. Okay. And then he's, he's kind of telling John, he's like, you have a chance to get out. Like, you can take this opportunity to get out, make a better life for your kids. You don't have to be stuck in this like I am. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so that didn't happen when they broke him out of jail. That No, not, that wasn't out of jail. That oh. was like. That that was like when yeah, because that's when uh, Arthur and John are sent to um, basically place dynamite on that railroad track. Yeah, but he's but I get Arthur what, I, like I get what you're after he, he, they save John and I'll obviously go get Abigail after she's kidnapped. Yeah, they do have this. Him and Sadie have this moment where they're just like, we just need to make sure the Marstons get out of this. Yeah, and I think that's a. Like, I think he knows, like, he's stuck. Like, there's no going, getting out no, of it for him. But if he can save someone, at least then someone. Maybe his then, life has been worth it. Yeah. And I love that. I loved that, too. Yeah. Like, there's just. Yes, there's just so much about, like, how the story went that was just great. Oh, I love the story so much. Yeah. And Arthur. Oh, he's so amazing. Arthur, you beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you at? Character development is pretty high for me. It's in the 90s. I can agree with you there. I don't think it was a perfect story. No. Um, I think it's a lot. I don't think it was a perfect story because you could go either way. Yeah. Uh, which is odd to say. <laughs> um. But, yeah, it was, it was different. It, it was kind of just basically a Western redemption, redemption story. Like, yeah. That's honestly what it was, that you're just kind of part, and then you start questioning yourself, and then you get to a point where you're just like, I'm stuck, but they can get out. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that was played with him. I think it would have been a, maybe better personally if he would have played it off or if they would have written it where it wasn't like some terminal thing that he was getting and maybe he was just realizing that on his own I think a lot of that was justified being like oh he got to this point because he's dying okay yeah and yes like people do have that clarity when they are in a, that situation where they're have something that that's terminal yeah so i don't know what do you think i was gonna say 95 but the way you talked i'm kind of maybe going down a little bit yeah that's what i'm thinking like too. 93 i can do 93 hell yeah i was thinking 92 but close enough yeah all right next up we got graphics very very strong like this is probably the best looking this is the best looking rockstar game we've ever gotten yeah absolutely it's gorgeous 
yeah, the scenery is amazing. The characters are really good. Um, especially with the the hair. Yeah, right. So the game has like a a system where day to day you can sleep, and you kind of have to. That's true. You it kind of forces you to like sleep and kind of take care of yourself and whatnot for you and your horse. Um, but as the more that you sleep and the more like all that happens, you grow facial hair and your hair on your head gets longer. Did and you get, I, I think you gave Arthur a beard, right? Yeah. So I grew the mustache out completely. I kept like a shorter goatee. Yeah. And then I always like would trim down the, the, uh, the, the chops. Hair. Okay. I only like, um, I feel compared to how you dressed Arthur, I feel I was kind of like a basic bitch with <laughs> Arthur because I only gave him a little bit of scruff, um, kept his hair short, um, and like literally he just wore. I think I gave him some like blue pants, some rancher, je- uh, rancher boots, uh, like a white. No, he had with my first playthrough. He had a uh, a blue open shirt, rolled up sleeves, and then his classic hat. So. Yeah, I want a little different. Yeah, so like he said, mine was a basic. A fully, so by the time the game was over, he had a fully grown handlebar mustache. He had a like a, a beard that kind of was as thick as his mustache was. It wasn't like a full um, beard. Yeah. So it was like kind of like a trimmed, just kind of in line with his neck. Okay. Um cleaned up sides like the sideburns and then with his hair i had i gave him a a faded haircut okay so kind of like what i have a little bit but his like was slicked back yeah um and i kept that relatively short to the rest of his hair um i bought or i got him the stalker cap which is what was wrong with his gambler hat I like the stalker cap better. And it, it was just, it was like a, a long brim hat. And then like the tops, the top was like flat. And I, I, it was a black one with like the red highlight. Freaking loved it. Um, you made Arthur so classy. I did. I, I made him real classy. <laughs> then I had him in a white dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up. And he was wearing I, uh, I switched him between vests, between like a red vest and a blue vest, and then he was in like ranch like jeans, with black boots, gold spurs. Never did the um, I never did spurs. I didn't yeah. like them. Yeah, I did spurs. Oh, I yeah. loved them. <laughs> I couldn't do spurs. Yeah, it. Yeah, so that's how I dressed him, and then I had whenever I did robbing, yeah, I had a, a different outfit for that, where it was kind of like a just a plain shirt, okay. So like a an everyday shirt, I think. Um, dress pants, uh, different color, like brown boots instead of black. Uh, no spurs. Then it was like a leather vest and then a leather jacket over it. And then like a bowler cap for the hat. 
And then I had like a a mask that I would wear. Okay. Yeah, I went all out, dude. Yeah, I can tell. Damn. (laughs) But it looked... Yeah, we kind of got off topic, but yeah, the graphics bit. of the game looked Bam. amazing. Yeah, fan freaking tastic. Yeah, I mean the horses were good. Everything like interacted you, like you how they know would. the graphics are good when if you're in the the snow, the horses' balls shrivel up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> my horse was a girl, so I didn't get that animation. Oh. You missed out, man. You missed out. (laughs) I am one of the lucky, like, from all the people I've talked to that have played this, I'm one of the lucky people that had the same horse from when I started to end. You lucky son of a bitch. Dude, no, I'm not lucky because at the end, I was freaking devastated. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. I mean, how long did I have this game? I had it for, like, six months? I think so. Maybe? I think I might have had it longer than that. Yeah, because we did our Spider-Man breakdown, and then shortly after that, we got, uh, we got Red Dead. Yeah, I think. So. Well, I yeah, I, you you got well, me Red. Dead. Well, no, well, and I got it like right when it came out. So yeah, so I had it for six months, maybe, maybe seven. Yeah, and I I played this like at least once a week. So this was a horse I played that it every I night. Had, yeah, I I mean there were times where I played it more. Yeah. Um but I had the same horse from day 1 to the last scene with Arthur. I was destroyed emotionally. I was so freaking sad. I like after that happened I had to shut the game off. You couldn't even you couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't, it? I couldn't. I was just like I can't right now. <laughs> Like I am. I need so... a day. I need a day. Yeah, and then the next day I, I finished the game. <sighs> okay, here we go. I was oh. horseless, <laughs> dude. I was devastated. And when he like he does like the sweet farewell to oh my horse, gosh, I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> no, damn you, Rockstar. <laughs> I was so sad. I was so sad. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I think the the graphics keep you in the game enough. Like I think with some older games, like the graphics can kind of pull you out. They are they're not movie quality graphics. No, but by no means they're not supposed to be. Yeah, I they're feel. not. They're obviously not. Yeah. Um, and I I appreciate how with some games, like you know how the cinematic. Like the game graphics are re- like real shitty, and then the cinematics are really good. Yeah, I loved. How, I really appreciate that they keep the cinematics and the gameplay graphics the same. Yes, I love that. One of the biggest culprits I feel of that is Ghostbusters the video game because you'll look at these cutscenes and they look so incredible, and then you'll get to like the actual end game footage and you're like, ugh, still looks good, but c- can we get those those graphics? Please, I know it was back yeah. in two thousand nine, but still, yeah i I think i I feel like there there are games where the graphics were higher quality, so this isn't a perfect score for me. No, it's not for me either. I think it's definitely higher for me than Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh yeah, 
but not quite as high as some other games okay that i can't really list off the top of my head like god of war i think better graphics i've than never played god of war so i've seen videos of people playing it yeah and that's one where the graphics stay the same with cutscenes and game i'm wondering if the last of us is the same way Ooh. yeah last of us that those graphics are really good too. yeah i think better than than this game too okay. i think development wise there were a lot more things that were more advanced than in those games but if we're talking strictly graphics i put this in the high 80s really higher 80s maybe uh, can you give me like an 88 where are you at i'm in like i'm at like 92 a 92 yeah but i don't think you're gonna go that high i was sitting at like what did i say 85 can we do an 86 i can do 87 deal since you're like really really high <laughs> all right next up we got music freaking solid. so fantastic uh the only like all the songs that they played were fit in perfectly mm -hmm. the only one i think had a little bit of an issue fitting in was the cruel world song i mean i'll fully admit to you, it kind of <laughs> like when uh i think john like leaves his house at like one point and it just starts playing i'm like okay this is awesome it came out of nowhere it did but i feel this is awesome. like when when we come back from the the mission where with the boat yeah or wherever we were at whatever island um when that when unshaken starts playing that fit in perfectly because it, it starts up, it doesn't like kick in where it's like cruel like with cruel world you get like banjo and like stuff that comes out of nowhere yeah with unshaken they kind of bring it in with like the weather they do which i love like it just kind of it just starts playing and then you like realize oh there's a song yeah did not see that one coming yeah so cruel world doesn't drop it down that far for okay, me that's good it's still a solid soundtrack agreed i'm not quite sure where i'm at though where are you at i'm at like a 95 i'm about a 93 me in the middle of 94 yeah we can be at 94 perfect all right next up gameplay so this is just kind of how easy the controls were to to master i mean if I was playing on an Xbox, I might have had a hard time. But since I'm a PlayStation boy for life, uh, per per played perfectly on the PlayStation Four. Yeah, it it played really well. I think the only issues that I had with the gameplay was sometimes selecting an item out of my inventory was a bit of a pain that in the ass. On, yeah, especially if like something's chasing after you. I know it slows it down to you so you can get it, but the fact that you have to scroll through all your guns and you're trying to get it as fast as you can, you're like, where the hell is it? Yeah, and you kind of have to have your your weapons and whatever you're going to use set. Like, I found that when I was doing hunting. I would grab a shotgun and I would grab whatever rifle that I needed to make like a long shot so okay. usually the rolling block block rifle mm -hmm. and i i would have to get set up with whatever 
guns I was going to use in that situation. Okay. Otherwise, I would have like all my guns, and it would be a freaking nightmare to scroll through them all. Yeah, that's true. So I would like limit myself to only the two, um, equi- like the slots that you could use, and that kind of sucked sometimes. So, I mean, that was like, but navigating or navigating the the inventory was kind of a pain in the ass. It kind of was like, and that, and not with just selecting your stuff. It's just kind of you have to go through your items, and then you go through whatever's on your horse, and then it's like, I always forgot about my throwables. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, like I had dynamite all the time. I had like I only ever used my throwing knives. I I forgot like completely because I used up all, all my throwing knives and I f- forgot. I'm like, "Oh, I have like tomahawks too." Yeah. Oh, and I have dynamite too and I have like Molotov cocktails. Like I could use all of this other shit. And you just kind of forget because it's so difficult to like navigate through yeah, and it absolutely. blows when you like are clicking through and going through like the list and you see, you see the one that you want but you're tapping too quick and so it like goes past it and yeah. you're just shit like, fuck <laughs> yeah so i think that could have been better it could have um i mean i feel um like grand theft auto 5 was a little easier to navigate but considering how much more you had to carry on your person in this game it's understandable yeah combat was a little iffy too hand to hand yes yeah that was kind of like like sometimes like i would be pressing duck and like arthur wouldn't actually i'm like what the hell man come on yeah and yeah that was like odd i feel like there should have been something where you target the person and then it kind of enters you into a combat mode yes that would have been very nice this it was just kind of like you kind of had to just play it by ear yeah it sucked sometimes it did agreed um mini games I, I played poker a lot. That was fun. Um, no issues with that. Oh, that's good. Um, <clears throat> you did like the knife game where you're going through your fingers and everything, and it like had like selects the buttons. Oh yeah, that was a bit of a pain in the ass, but I think it was just meant to be that way. So no points off for that. Um. Riding your horse was pretty solid. It's pre- yeah, it went pretty. The smooth. only time that it didn't was when you were making like really sharp turns. Oh yeah, and you ran faster on trails than you did when you weren't on a trail. Did you notice that? I did. Yeah. Um. It was also kind of a pain in the ass while you're riding the horse, if you jumped over stuff. Because if you like, if you were charging a wall, you could jump over the wall. Yeah, and then if you're just running through like a field, and there's just some random rock, you freaking trip over the rock. Yeah, and that sucked. <laughs> um, other than that, everything else was pretty fine. It was. Uh, targeting was fine. Dead Eye was really good. Um, I think selecting in Dead Eye could have been a little bit better. I yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I did have a, a hard time sometimes if I had to select multiple people. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other aspects of the game that weren't great. Uh, most of the menus were fine. Oh, that's another thing. The menus kind of I when you're purchasing clothing, I hated it because you have to like you you so you can have like the catalog right yeah and then you can click on an item to see it on you yeah and then if you click x then it shows all the items in a list mm-hmm. but if you press b then it would go back to the catalog and i always press b because that's just my natural instinct so yes yeah, so what's your it. what's your i think it's o on the right yeah, uh, so I think it's triangle O X square. So square is usually the thing you you do to go back. No, right? it's circle. Circle. Yeah, circles on the it's left, the right, or I think so. Yeah, yeah, circles on the right. So honestly, see, I didn't have that problem because it all made sense that I press X to select everything. Right, but it's when you're going back to the list, like to view the whole. Like the catalog, and you can like see it on them, yeah, and go through the, the thing, not not in the catalog. Oh, like did you select everything through the catalog? I'm like honestly kind of a little confused by your question. (laughs) Can you elaborate, please? So you know how (laughs) when you were choosing like a hairstyle, it had a menu. Oh yes, go through. Yeah. So when you're going buying clothes. There wasn't like you. You had to go through the catalog, yeah. or there was a menu. Like you could view the item on your person. Yeah, and then you could like go back, and then there would be a menu of all the the other hat styles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was going between that and accidentally pressing the button that would take me back to the catalog. Okay. See, for some reason, I never had that problem. Well, well I had that issue on on Xbox, so. Well, here's another reason why it's PlayStation you. is better than Xbox. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so overall, I think I might have talked my gameplay a little lower. <laughs> it's only because it's on Xbox, that's why. Whatever, forget you. Like, you had the same issues. Like, the only one you didn't have was, like, the costume selecting yeah. thing. What are you at? I'm in, like, the low 80s. I'm in the high... Actually, no. I'm in the mid-70s. Can you give me, like, a 79? I can go to, like, 77. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I mean, most things were good. It's just those little things were... It's like the little things that can be a pain in the ass. I should have bought it for you on PS4. Maybe that would have changed your (laughs) grading. All right, next up we got main missions and how like how we liked those. All basically all of them were fantastic. Um I'm trying to remember if like some were just like like random not like random as hell but like they kind of felt like they didn't take you out of the game, but like I don't know, like the fact that you have to like teach Jack fishing and like that counts as a mission. I'm like I want to shoot people. I don't want to teach a little asshole to fish <laughs> not that jack's Didn't an asshole appreciate yeah yeah it some of those missions and i think that was just more to teach us because that's the first time we go fishing that's too. true that's a good point um but yeah i think they could have done that a little bit better 
But yeah, some of those missions where it's just more like, I think that just adds richness to the story. It does. I, I can those agree there. Missions, because um, I know you go fishing with Dutch and Hosea. That's true. You that do. was a good one. And then don't you also go fishing with um, what's that one guy that you save his horse and he only has one leg? Oh, like the the soldier. No, I don't think he's a soldier. He's kind of like a mountain man. Well, he was an old soldier. Oh, That's he how he lost his leg. Oh, my bad. Apologies. And his, like, mean-ass horse. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because he gives you the horse at the end. Like, I mean, how far are you into that? Because well, there's, like, multiple missions that you do with him. Well, yeah, so either... So what's interesting about this is he can either die when spoiler alert sorry he can either die when arthur's still alive or he dies when john comes to see him and finishes off arthur's missions so i finished his missions off with john oh i did it with arthur oh see so yeah I, i did it with john and for because i'm probably stupid i could not figure out how to get his horse back with me like, it wouldn't go with me when I tried to lasso it. Nothing. So I'm like, you know what? Screw you. And just left it. You know what I did? What <laughs> happened with me? Well, when So. <laughs> and you're freaking dumb for not figuring this out. You can jump on his horse, ride it to town, and then just call your horse. And then your horse can follow. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't think you could call your horse that far away. Yeah. If you, I mean, obviously you have to get in range within whistling distance of your horse. But if you call your horse and you start taking off on whatever his horse's name was, I forget. Yeah, it, your horse will follow you. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I quit. Um, yeah, I quit I, the Vanderlyn gang. That's what I do. Yeah. So what happened with me is I got that horse. I was almost to camp. And I got freaking jumped by the mountain people. Oh, I remember. And they freaking wrecked me. (laughs) Assholes. Yeah, and then I died, and then I respawned with my horse, and I couldn't find the horse again. I was like, (laughs) damn it! (laughs) Uh, So, that was a side mission, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, with him. Yeah. So main mission wise, yeah, you get some of those missions that are a little like more or less pointless. Yeah. Um, it's but, just to add more to the story. Yeah, which they still y- definitely it, do add. To that's it. forgivable. Yes. Some of them, like especially when it was like a stealth mission, or when it was supposed to be a stealth mission, you couldn't get away with doing a stealth mission, and that sucked because I love stealth. I don't. I love doing stealth. And I didn't like that I couldn't. You have no idea how happy I was that in some stealth you could just skip ahead. <laughs> I wish you could have done that in Spider-Man. Oh, dude, those were my favorite missions. Oh, those were my absolute favorite oh, missions. I hated those with Mary Jane or uh, Miles. Oh, oh those them. ones sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that were the ones that you were talking about. No, there's some like where you got to be like sneaky with Spider-Man. The oh. ones where you're freaking Mary Jane and Miles. I hate those. <laughs> um, 
anyway, um, the yeah, you could not do the stealth missions. Like no matter how hard you tried, like I would restart missions to try and like do this them completely stealthy. Yeah, you would get to a point where you just where it wouldn't allow you to. <laughs> like no joke. Like it would be like here, take these guys out, and so you shoot them with your bow, and then they would go out, and then you would get to a point where it's like, okay, now sneak up on these guys, and I would, I would get pissed off because I would like walk, and then they'd see me, and I'm like damn it and so i tried again and again and again and again and you you couldn't there was like even when they didn't see me yeah like there was a guy that was like looking the other way i got a little close to him and i've been able to sneak up on people and like stab him yeah that he turns around like no matter what you do he will turn around yeah see i just come in guns blazing (laughs) yeah i can't do that I love doing I, I that. I love doing stealth. Oh. I love, like, one of my uh, other games that I like to play with Bronson is uh, Sniper's Elite. Yeah. And I, I rock at that game because I'm stealthy. I'm not, so. We're completely different there. I mean, I don't really, I, I don't really, I don't do very well against Bronson. Yeah. Because Bronson's a guns a-blazing person and <laughs> someone who's stealthy can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's like one on one. Yeah. Like if there were multiple people, I'm sure that I could freaking wreck. But when it's just me and Bronson, and he's just like, "Oh, I see you," and he chases after me, I'm like, "No, bitch." <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so main mission wise, I, I didn't appreciate that you couldn't do stealth all the way through. Um, there are a lot where the missions just kind of ended up in a firefight, and that true. Kind of, was like whatever <laughs> um so there i mean the missions overall they all serve their purpose they all add richness richness to the story speaking of the story have you um so you know when you burn down the mansion things the braithwaite's mansion yes have you gone back to there after you burned it down yep oh, okay so you've seen uh seen Mrs. the corpse yep sure did okay <laughs> thought that was a very cool addition. That I went and started. looted her. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> We're awful people. We really are. Uh, so, what are you sitting at with missions? The main missions. Main missions, I'm at a 90. 90? Yeah. I'm like mid-80s, so like 85. How about 87? I can do 87. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. All right, next up, side quests. Take it away, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, so the side quests, I really liked them. I loved the, doing the side quests. There, so there's a one side quest where there's this guy in the circus. and Or he claims to run a circus. And so you have to go find all of his animals. He says, I've lost a zebra. I've lost... Um, Gosh damn it, what is it? I think he's not a tiger. Um, fuck. <laughs> I think it's, a, he says a, a tiger. Okay. But when you go, so you go, he's like, here, go find my, my zebra. You go run after the zebra. 
Yeah. And it's a donkey painted like a zebra. Oh, that's horse shit. Yeah. And you're just like, that's you're so dumb. Great. And he calls himself, he's a woman. Okay. But it's like a man in a dress. And he's just like, yeah, people aren't going to go pay to see women. <laughs> like real women. And you're just like, okay, whatever. Wow. So you go, you go chase this, this zebra and it's a donkey. And donkeys can haul <laughs> ass. <laughs> just so everyone knows like i almost gave up my horse for a donkey because <laughs> they got stamina for days um then yeah the next mission i'm pretty sure it's a tiger where he's like yeah go get this it's not a tiger what the f- is it a panther he says it's a panther. It's a dog. <laughs> it's like a dog painted black. And you're just like, this is horse shit. And then he's like, yeah. And then the I wish final... I would have done this one. Yeah. And then he's like, and then the final, <laughs> final animal that I need you to go get for me is a lion. Oh, I can't wait to hear what the lion is. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. So, you chase it down to Emerald Ranch. And, like, you just, and so you. <laughs> You hear they're just like, yeah. There's like some creature in the in the sh- the barn, and you're like, okay. And you go up, you push the door open. It's a legit lion. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, like Arthur loses his mind. He's like, oh shit! <laughs> and you freaking like unload on this freaking lion's face. Oh, and then you go back to this guy, and you're just like, it was a real effing lion. <laughs> I love like I love that story. I loved like the side mission with Mary. Yeah, that was that, that was a good one. Um there's one where you there's this kid that steals a curse from a nun and you have to chase the kid down. So you, well, that kid's going to hell. Yeah. And it, it's like a homeless kid. Oh. So the kid come or like takes off, you chase after him and then there's this man that grabs the kid and like throws him up against the wall and is just like you little piece of shit and like is ready to beat him up and so you have to choose whether just to like let him beat the kid yeah or you go and beat him and so i chose to go beat him because i'm a good person like that oh boy and so i i take the cross back and i tell the kid like you're going to hell, hey. son, but... Yeah, I'm like, hey, why okay. would you do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, these people could take care of you. So I bring the kid back to the nun, and like they have like this sit-down moment with the nun, and you bring everything back, and then you talk to the pastor about, about different stuff. Um, but there's a moment where, like with that side mission, because I know Bronson, when he was playing this, he didn't have this moment with the nun. Is it the part at the train station? Yeah. See, I didn't have that either because yeah. I never. Yeah, I never interacted with the nun. Yeah. So, so I got um. What's his um? Oh, the, he's part of the group. I forget his name, but the priest guy, whatever. Oh, the father. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have hated that scene with him, but it he, still worked. But I do no, like the it nun was one emo- better. It was more emotionally impactful with the nun. I feel. I, I, I definitely agree. And, like, so he sits down, and this nun is just basically telling him, like, what, basically what life is about. And it just adds such richness to, the, like, the rest of the story. It makes you get attached to him more. Yeah. And 
there were some like side missions that were a little bit pointless. Like there's one where these brothers are in Valentine, and they're like they're trying to impress this. Oh woman. yeah, shoot the bottle off my head. No, shoot it off my head. Yeah, and you shoot off both of theirs. And apparently, if you shoot either of them, yeah, you fail the mission. Yeah, you fail the mission. Yeah, I which tried. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so you shoot the bottle, and it's just like a it. In the end, it's a pointless mission. Did you okay? Really quickly, did you ever do the one where you have to, you go to that uh, that uh, brother and sister's house, and basically like, yep, yeah, the incest ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that was that was something. I mean, thankfully you can get your mo- all your money back after they drug you and throw you out of oh, there. I didn't let them drug me. Oh, you didn't. Mm-mm. What happens if you don't let them drug you? Because I... They I, just let you leave. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they don't do shit? Oh. Yeah, they don't do shit. Oh. Um. Damn it, you should have... Because you have no idea how good it felt once you break into their house. Freaking... Freaking first headshotted the guy. And then I hogtied the girl, took her out to, um, I think just like a little way from her house, and then I headshotted her too. So what I'm I evil. ended up doing is after they were trying to drug me yeah i went and got like a clear head again and then i come freaking unload on the on fatty and then i hogtie the sister and take her to the pit oh okay where they and she like loses her mind like straight up and she like you can hear her she's just like oh mama like cuz you know that her parents are in there yeah and yeah, it's freaking awesome. But I thought that there was like where they where they store your money. I know it's behind the painting. Yeah, you can't open it. And I I know that there's like maybe like extra money in there. Oh, I'm not sure, but unless it's just it only opens if your money's in there. I love finding different stuff like that. It was cool. Um, I liked finding the the meteor. Oh, yeah. Okay, I actually did do that. Yeah, so I found, yeah, the meteor where, like, the real strike happened, and then I saw where a mini one happened, and it, like, landed through a cabin, and, like, it's freaking disgusting what you find in there. I took a screenshot. I'll show you after we're done. Okay. So, like, exploration in this was great. Side missions were great. Yes, there were pointless ones, but it just adds to everything. So for side quests, I'm probably going to give it. I want to give it a little higher than the main missions because really, the, just because like the thing about the main missions I didn't like was that they always ended in a firefight. Fair. The main the the side missions they didn't always end in a firefight. Like there were a couple where you have to go and kill people, but it just adds to. The, just the overall story, like the nun, I freaking love that mission. Um, and then there's the one where you meet the old, the mountain man. Oh yeah, and you have that whole thing, and you learn with with him, and just all these different people that you meet and you interact with, and it just adds like so much to the overall game, it makes you appreciate it more. So what do you add then? At like a ninety for the side quests. I can give you ninety. Well, I'd hope so. You didn't do as many as me. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, basically, I shouldn't even be included in the score. This is all you. 
All right, final one. The personal grade for this Ooh, game. Okay. Who wants to go first? I think you'll go first. Yes, sir. Side quest. Okay. So, this game is absolutely phenomenal, in my opinion. Great story. Great characters. I started playing it again, and I'm having an even better time. I'm not ready to cry again, though. <laughs> you know, my uh, buddy, JC, who I work with, um, he started playing it again, and he's just like, you know what? I stopped once we got to Chapter 2. And then I just, um, I haven't done any new story missions. I just left Micah in jail, the whole gangs together. To me, this is the happy ending that we wanted. So, you know, I'm just going to stay, I'm just going to stay here. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, overall, Rockstar, I think, nailed this game so much. And I just love this game so much. I'm at a 90. I'm going to go a 96. 96. Yes. That's actually, I might be like a 97. I mean, really? I, I love this game. Loved it. I, I haven't gone back to like replay it, but do it. I love like, it's just because it took such an emotional toll on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sad that I lost my horse. Rest in peace, Stormcloud. Rest in peace, Abigail. <laughs> she was the best horse. She was a freaking killer. Like, always listened. Like, oh, loved her. And, like, I always took care of my horse, too. Like, always. Anytime we were in, like, Saint Denis, I stopped at the stables and, like, basically gave her the... Like a spa day. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. Um, yeah, loved my horse. Loved our getting to know Arthur and the crew. I mean, I ended up hating Micah and like Dutch and like some of the other asshole members of the crew or the. But you honestly have to for the first game. You do. Yes, absolutely. And I like that stuff. I can. It's 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 the point. Yeah. Like, that's just what it comes down to. It's the point. Um, but yeah, everything about this game was just great. Exploration was phenomenal. Hunting, I loved hunting. Um, there wasn't any of, like, the side stuff other than, like, that would bring down my, um, my honor. Yeah. Like, the, so I, did, I never did, like, the bandit missions or the challenges. I love like finding like different creatures. That was cool, and I still haven't found like all of them yet. So uh, that's something I'm probably going to like try and do from time to time is yeah. go and like just hunt basically for these creatures. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything about this game was just phenomenal. I loved every second that I played. It's so great, and you know what? I'm going to match your 97. You talked me up. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. All right. So that's the final category that we're going to that we are going to fit into this. And that brings Red Dead Redemption 2 to a A minus. Woo! 
Hell yeah. Sitting at a very solid 90%. Hell yeah. Deserves it. Very much deserves it. This is a great game. We cannot recommend this game enough. If you haven't played this game yet, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Hey, what did we give Spider-Man? We didn't do this system on Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. That is like so far away now. Yeah, that was 50 wow. episodes ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. So, like I said, we're going to do these video game breakdowns. Every, we're going to try and do them every 50 episodes. Uh, so the next one at 150 episodes, we're going to do Marvel's Avengers. Yes. Which comes out in May, but we should still have enough time to Yeah, we should be fine. Beat it. Yeah. Because we're freaking addicts. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So if you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. You can also check out all of our content on YouTube. We have a new video out if you guys haven't checked it out. So head over that way. And new videos should be heading your way short-ish. <laughs> Shortly-ish. I, I, I love your the assurance in your voice. <laughs> short-ish? Um, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the All Bros. We are on Twitter and Instagram at the All Bros. Uh, if you have a movie you want us to break down, a showdown I- idea, uh, want to give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on, uh, you can email us at channel at gmail.com, hit us up on any of our social media, or there's a form you can fill out that basically is just recommending stuff on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros, and we would love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. Um, we have... A few ideas for what we are wanting to do next week. Uh, we're not going to list them. It's either going to be a Dreamcast episode or it will be a Showdown episode. Yeah. Depending on su- how things go. Yeah. But it's kind of a surprise. Maybe. It's not really a surprise. We just need to confirm with some... We need to just do some checking. <laughs> I still consider it a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, before we officially sign off, we just wanted to thank everyone who has participated or has done an episode with us, anyone who's listened, anyone who's liked any of our stuff, commented on our question of the week, basically had any, interacted with us in any way, shape, or form. Thank you for helping us get to 100 episodes. Yes, thank you so much. And we are, we apologize for this the second two and a half hour <laughs> hey but episode it's episode row. 100 so it's okay it is but it is okay Kale said we thank you so much and here's to another two or an- another 200 <laughs> or here's to when we get to 200 but sure let's shoot for another 200 <laughs> we first need to get to 200 to get to another 200 true i don't know why i paused for so long <laughs> My brain's like right now. Yeah, so thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has helped us out. Thank you so much. We love you all. Yeah, so just to shout out all of our guests in the past, um, if you're listening to this on the day 
that you can't that it comes out. This comes out at six in the morning. At noon, we're gonna have a post for our final guest, our most recent guest. But we want to thank uh, Crash over at Crash and Taz's Movie Cellar. We want to thank Danny and Caitlin over at Beef Skanks, the podcast where they talk about uh, Sex in the City. Yep. And and Caleb's gonna grown di- men watch. Caleb's gonna die, but it's his new favorite show. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Uh, we want to thank Sammy and Tom for for having joined us. We want to thank Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Oh, did I miss someone? Oh, freaking hell, yeah, I did. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we also want to thank Whitney Oppenheisen for joining us. Shit Happens When You Party Naked, thank you. And finally, thank you, Friday Night Movies, for joining us we yes. could not have gotten here without you guys we could so, not have so thank you we so appreciate much the hell out of you we and do i'll wait to do more episodes with you Woo! all right well until next week this has been the all bros podcast episode 100 i'm caleb and i'm jonathan i'll catch you guys next time deuces so long ah it gets worse every week Dude, what the f- what was that? Way to end episode 100. What's wrong with me? Gosh damn it. We were off to like... <laughs> a, we were tops... We were ending it on top and then you just bring us down to the middle again with freaking whatever the hell that was. I don't know what that was. I really don't. I gotta like try a different voice. I'm gonna try one next week. <laughs> okay. Try to do a different Family Guy voice. I'm doing it. Oh jeez. <laughs>